This is the Zone Sports Network. Back to Joe and he'll flush. And it's time to hear from the best looking, most charismatic. And certainly the most intelligent member of the Utah Jazz. Jingle Bells! Joe Ingles. Gives it back to Joe till the cop slams it in. And yes, for the record, Joe wrote this introduction. This is the Joe Ingles Show (laughs) with DJ and PK. Who? On 97.5, 1280, The Zone. And The Zone Sports Network. Time to welcome him back from the bubble. Joe Ingles. Joe, good morning. Good morning. What's it like to be out in the world again? Or, you know, at least at home, locked away from the pandemic. But nonetheless, out of the bubble. Um, I mean, obviously, you, you have kind of um, extremely kind of frustrating and, and disappointing at, at the start when you when we first kind of left and um, kind of knew we were packing up or whatever to come home. And um, on the flip side of that, to to be away from my, my family for the longest I'd ever been away and, and not be with the kids and um, be there to help a heavily pregnant wife um, was, was awesome to, to get back and to, to have the kids come to the airport and stuff like that. It um, obviously makes you realise what's what's really important. But obviously, like I said, on the flip side, it's still it's still disappointing because we, we went there with, with goals in mind, obviously, to, to get as far as we can. And obviously, that's... Um, all the way, and, and we came up short. So you, you kind of back to the drawing board of um, what we need to do individually and as, as a team to, to keep getting better and better. You talk about better and better. I remember this, well, not this time last year, but when the season ended last year, before you headed back down to Australia, you talked about working on your offhand and all this stuff. I'm wondering now, how is your training going to be? Because every year you knew, okay, this is when the season starts, this is when I'm coming back to Utah and all this stuff. Now this year you really have no idea. Yeah, um, I was actually just talking to Renee about it the other day. I was like, yeah, we we usually finish – at whatever point of the year and you know like hey I've got a month to, to relax or whatever it is and then um, I've got to do X, Y and Z and, and obviously start working out get back in shape like what, whatever it is but there's always um, as bas- I said it at the start of the pandemic too as basketballs and, and a lot of professional sports are set into a, a pretty routinely kind of set schedule like it's you practice, you have an off-season, you go back in the season, you play with the national team, like whatever it is, you fly home or go back to your hometown. And um, it's going to be uh, it's going to be difficult, I guess, to just navigate exactly um, kind of when and how and, and what we need to do. So, um, I mean, we've got a, a pretty unreal um, medical team and all that that oh, I think did an amazing job in the pandemic time to have us ready to play. I, I think all our guys came back um, in really good shape, I think guys were, were ready to play. They were they were fit and healthy, and um, obviously, kind of nothing too crazy injuries wise. Obviously, Ed did his, his knee in that last game, but um, yeah, they did a, a pretty good job overall. So they'll have us have us ready to go. But um, yeah, it's it's a it's a weird time, I guess. So as you uh, look back, you know, I, I think Jazz fans went to that playoff series, honestly, with pretty low expectations. But at 3-1, they obviously had pretty high expectations. And then at 4-3, they were wildly <laughs> disappointed. It was a total roller coaster. Uh, why do you think it got away? Well, they won more games than I <laughs> <laughs> No, I won't, I 
won't give you that one. Um, no, I, I think we, I mean, we were confident. Uh, I think when you're in the playoffs, you, you comp- I mean, you're one of the, the top eight teams in, in your conference or whatever. So, so you're pretty confident going in kind of regardless. I feel like the Portland would have been confident going in as an eighth seed prior to that. Um, I mean, we, we were confident regardless who we matched up with. Um, I think we, we, we matched up with them fairly well. Obviously, we we got a good lead, and, and uh, I think that whatever game it was, uh, the number, um, we had that lead. And I, I don't think we settled. I don't think we've ever been a team that's kind of just thought we were going to win. I don't think we've, um, since, since I've been here, especially walked into a game assuming that we were going to win. Um but I think we, we, we probably relaxed a little bit. We were up 15, and, and we were probably a few possessions away from... To get down to 20, maybe they shut it down, and if it doesn't, um, they get it to 10. They, they've got... I mean, even in... It was, I think it was like Grant and then Torrey Craig or someone that hit the two threes to get it under 10. So um, it's kind of the people you want shooting rather than Jokic and Murray, but they made them. They got going, and... Um, Obviously, after winning that game, being down that, they were they were super super confident, and um, I think we went into the rest of those games feeling confident. I think we knew what we had to do, and um, I, we didn't. I guess, I guess we didn't do it to, to a high enough level to, to close out. So um, it obviously sucks because you, you, like you said, being up three one, you, you'd be fairly confident to, to win one of those kind of last three games, but but we didn't, and. Um, like I said before, it's it's stuff that now we, we look and learn, and we, we we've got to got to make sure we're better um, in certain situations next year to to, to not have that happen again because it it sucks coming coming home early. I don't know if you heard, but after Game Seven, lost Donovan addressed the media in the Zoom press conference, and it was one of the better media sessions following a very. Uh, heartbreaking loss in terms of that conviction of this won't happen again we'll get better and all that uh did you hear it and but even if you didn't uh what the thought about his conviction to improve individually and as a team yeah i mean uh, it probably sounds stupid but you don't really have a choice it's what we it's what we do it's what we love to do um we obviously are in a in an unbelievably fortunate position, what we make money-wise, and we can spend the time on our on our bodies and our and our game and, and all that to, to keep getting better. And um, I think, I mean, you guys know, and, and fans that have kind of watched closely enough, the the development of, of guys that have come here and, and spent a few years here has, has been pretty un- unbelievable. Um, you've got undrafted guys, you've got guys that were were late first round, you've got guys. That second round like every year there's um improvement and that's a credit obviously to to, to quinn and, and the coaching staff but also um wanting to do it for, for wanting to get better for wanting to improve and um yeah i mean it's it's what we have to do it's um you, you have to get better individually i think I think as a as a as a basketball player, as a competitor, you, everybody wants to do that. Um, and then, obviously, as as a team, you, you want to keep getting better as a group. I think, obviously, we didn't have have Boyan, but I think as a as a group, we we started kind of playing a little bit better together. We we figured out um, different things. We, we obviously Mike kind of got himself going a little bit. So I think it's 
it is exciting because you, you throw Boyan back into what we were doing and, and obviously up 3-1 and um, uh, very aware that we, we lost that series. But to have that lead against a, another good team and still not have one of your, I think, what are the average 20 points a game, it, it does make it a little bit different. So, um, I mean, being with the Jazz for, for however long now I've, I've been here, I, I know they're committed to, to getting better and the team getting better and... Um, like I said, we, we don't have a choice. It's, it's what we need to do if we want to keep um, keep improving and, and winning. It's what we're uh, at the end of the day. It's what we're all here to do is to, to win games. So, Joe, you have added a lot of different things to your game over the years. You're going to turn 33 here in a couple weeks. You know, you're you're not an age where you're going to run did you, faster. Did you look that up? Did you look that up this morning? Uh, David Locke mentioned it, and I did look it up to make sure he was right and he was spot on. Uh, of course, David. Of course, he did. Right, uh, I got it from you. But you know, you're not going to run fast. You're not going to jump higher. But you can still get more skill. And I'm thinking as the game evolves, and everybody needs to complement whatever you know can make their teammates better, especially someone who's as gifted as Donovan. And I'm thinking you're already an excellent three point shooter. So bring this up with Quinn. I'm gonna I'm gonna try to speak this into existence in the universe, Joe. I think that whole logo Lillard, the Steph Curry 30 35 footer. You need to work on that. It spreads the floor even more. Defense has already proven they're not leaving you. They're sticking with you wherever you go, and whatever else happens, happens. So you might as well drag them 35 feet from the hoop. Make them respect you, Joe. Start draining that shot. What do you think? Uh, I, I've stood in that spot before. I know You've probably stood in that spot. It's a long, long way to throw the ball. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I, I, I mean, it's Obviously, I'm very well aware of, of who I am as a player and, and what I can improve on and, and what I, I not not can't, but what it, what it is. Like you said, I'm not going to be sprinting any quicker. I'm probably not going to jump any higher, but um, uh, I think overall, skill-wise, I can obviously keep improving. Um, I'm going to try some new things out this off-season with some different workouts and stuff and, and see if it um, will, will, I don't know, help, help my body. Um, I think as... as Kind of sounds stupid because I have played however many kind of consecutive games, but I, you, as the season goes on, you have little niggles, you have sore spots, you, you have little things here and there, and and one of mine is is my knees, like tendonitis in my knees, and so I think I've always been able to deal with it and 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 stay on top of it, but I think um, trying some different things, I, I can probably get rid of it completely. So little things like that, um, obviously on court, I I, I still believe. Um, like you said, I, I believe I'm a good shooter. Um, I do want to shoot even more consistently. I don't want to have the games where you go like one for five. I, I want to be be consistent that, that when I get a good look, that I, I'm I'm obviously confident enough to make it. But but I know in my mind that it, it's going to go in. And, um, and and defensively, I think defensively you, you want to just keep keep getting better at little things, keep staying in front of guys. Um, obviously with with Rudy and, and doing what he does down there, you, you want to. Um, you want to help him. You want to make it easier for, for Donovan. You want to make it for all these guys um, or, or kind of the, the superstars, the, the main guys in our team, but you want to make it easier for him. So um, I haven't sat down with, with Quinn or anything yet, but, but I will at some point and, and see what he thinks. And um, yeah, just blend all these different things in. But um, I feel really confident going to my right now, which which I wasn't kind of like you said, going into last off season. Um, Obviously, I'll keep working on that. But, yeah, there's, there's a lot of little things um, basketball-wise and, and body-wise and then um, 
like I said, obviously I'll speak to, to Quinn as well and, and get his perspective on it and, and have no doubt. Like I, I'm very confident and uh, believe that I can come back better than I was this year as well. With a wife who's expecting a child, I assume you're going to be playing it close to the home and you're not going to be traveling as much. So uh, you won't be going down to Australia. I don't know, maybe you are, but I don't think you are. So you'll be here for the entire time. Will that help with your off-season training? Definitely. Um, I talked about that with Renee. She probably talked to, to, to me about it, actually. But um, I, just that, that consistency um, to, to not be on a plane, not trying to get a, like trying to find a gym, trying to find someone to rebound for you or work out with, got, like trying to play one-on-one or five-on-five. Obviously, Melbourne is a bit easier because you, you know, I do have a bit more of a routine I can get. But to, to, to be able to stay here and, Not, not to any interest of you guys, but how comfortable our children are. And Miller's kind of completely coming out of her shell from this kind of little shy girl. And and a part of it, I think, is the the extremely confident and comfortable at her school that she's at. Jacob's therapy's going off the charts, and, and his development's just been been unreal. So. Um, a part of it is that, the, the kids and how happy they are. And, and obviously, Renee's 29 weeks um, yesterday. So that's kind of coming up pretty quick. And, and then, yeah, just the, the no travel, the consistency for, for me to be able to drive down to, to um, Zion's Bank Arena or whatever it's called and um, and work out and just be in a routine, it, it makes it a lot easier. So I'm, I'm very confident, um, like I said, that, that I can – can improve and improve at a at a high level because I am going to be here and be in a, a really good routine. So it seems pretty clear here that you're adjusting your priorities. You are going to retire to Utah and you're going to kick PK and I off the air and take over our show, aren't you? I mean, I've I've always planned and wanted to only play for the Jazz and, and retire here. Obviously, part of that is not up to me. Um, a part of that is is obviously out of my control, being a a player and not a GM or, or president or I don't actually know who really makes decisions or whatever. I guess it's a, them together or the organization, whatever, or Quinn, if he doesn't want me. Um, but no, I've always, obviously I've always, I've always wanted to stay here. I, I don't plan or, or want to go anywhere. And like I said, um, we're very comfortable here. The, the kids are, like I said, um, you can keep your jobs because when I retire, we're, we're going back to Australia, but um, yeah, there's, there's, there's no plan to leave, but obviously I'm also in the back of your mind. You're very well aware of the business of the NBA. Well, this coming weeks, Joe, if you re- rebound for me, I'll rebound for you. <laughs> no, I'll be fine. Thanks. I'll be shooting one shot every 10 minutes. If you think- well, you know, with me, you just have to stand under the bucket and just get it out of the net and throw it back to me. You don't really need to rebound. Uh, I, I believe so, yeah. I'll believe that when I think, say it. Think of all the conditioning work you'd get, chasing down all those balls as they go to this wall and that <laughs> yeah. wall and then the far end of the court. And That's all it would be. I'd be I would be fit. <laughs> I was a sharpshooter in the day, Joe. You should have seen me at your age. Yeah, in 1921 when there was no three-point <laughs> in the In the last pandemic. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get on the line right now. We'll run some suicides and see who can get better. If you want to, if you want to get some some money put up and and put it towards our 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 charity or whatever, I'll 
I can't say what I was going to say on on, on the air, but <laughs> if you want to get that up and going, I'll happily meet you somewhere. Uh, okay, give me about six months to get in shape. <laughs> <laughs> you need more than that, buddy. <laughs> so our producer, Jake Hatch, shared a couple of interesting stats with us. He's very into the podcasting. And he uh, does some stuff in addition to his radio job here. And so he's checking the numbers, and he tells us that we are off the charts, not only among basketball and sports podcasts in Australia, but just overall. And he attributes it to everyone downloading your weekly visits with us. That So you are, you are turning us into international stars are in Australia. Are you only just starting to realize this now? <laughs> yes, I am, as a matter of fact. I've been telling you this since the first show I came on, the only reason are who you are is because of me. <laughs> okay, so here's did, the... he, did Jake also tell you about his COVID test he had to do? Uh, I know he's doing one. Uh, I didn't he, get any details. He texted on me it. yesterday and said, he, or whatever day he did it, um, and said it was now he knows what I was talking about on the radio of how bad it is because he had to go through it. Yep. So, yeah. As much as everyone said I was soft and whatever, and even Renee was like, "It's not that bad." I was like, uh, "Just wait." He he. Hundred percent agreed with me. So. You you told me and Bowler too. You both said it was so awful. And when I had to have one a few months ago, I was prepared for you know them to I don't know, chop off the top of my skull a, and scrape there's a, everything. There's out. a different le- there's, there's different tests though. That's the thing. The one the one where they like barely tickle your nose. No, nope, like no, I didn't have that one. There's one with like um, the the swabs with like mm-hmm. that look like the ear cleaner things, like yep. the the co- cotton on there. Yeah. If you get if they pull out the ones with plastic on them, that's when you're in trouble. There, yeah, that's where the one that's touching the top of your brain. <laughs> okay. Well, here's the other thing Jake told us, and I don't know how you explain this, but it turns out we're really big in Mongolia too. The downloads in Mongolia off the charts. Now you can't take credit I'm for worldwide. that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm worldwide. I'm worldwide. Played in Europe. I'm Australian. I'm obviously the biggest radio star in Utah. Um, it, I mean, no, nothing should surprise you if I'm involved. <laughs> My podcast Jeez, blew up. Man. You should see the numbers we had this on, guy's on our head our getting so uh, big. <laughs> Joe, I'm so glad I discovered like you. Right now, don't I? Let me yeah. let me just backtrack to the quiet little kid who got dragged in from the Clippers and was on a non-guaranteed. <laughs> Speaking of a uh, quiet little kid, when 9-11 hit, you were down in Australia. How much do you remember oh, yeah. at, at that time? I actually, pretty crazy, because I always wanted to go to America as a kid kind of thing. You, you see it on whatever show, and I would always wanted to go. And, um. My parents were divorced, so I was, I was with my mum, and I'd gotten up for school, which obviously is kind of first thing in the morning there, was kind of late afternoon or whatever here, um, and went in at, like, it was old school TV, I had to go and actually push the button on the TV to turn it on or whatever, and I remember that, yeah, it was like, it was on every channel, um, same as here, like you have news shows on in the morning or whatever. Um, it was on every single channel, and I was just like watching it. Like, I mean, it was it was shocking, obviously. And that was, I, mean, I don't know how, how old I was then, but I was, I was very young. But it was like a shocking event for a, 
a little kid, and I'm like, oh, this is the country I wanted to, to go and visit. Like, am I still, I think I remember my mom and dad, like, can I still go and visit? Like, can we, can we still go one day? And um, obviously, long down the track later, I've, I'm living here now. But yeah, I, I remember, like, I remember, I remember the living room I was sitting in. I remember the chair. I remember how the TV was set up. I, I, I remember it like it was yesterday. I think a lot of people do. Everybody who's uh, your age and older, I think, uh, remembers it really well. Yeah, it's uh, obviously a really, really sad time. So, um, thankful for for everyone that has uh, has played their part, and um, I mean, hopefully, it never happens again. Really. Yeah. Well, Joe, we appreciate a, a few minutes since you're going to be here in the off season. You, of course, have an open invitation anytime you'd like to join us and talk about basketball it's, or anything it's my random. Show. You'll have an open invitation for when <laughs> I feel like coming okay. on. All right. Well, when Yacht gets that 14-foot-long Q-tip out of his brain, we'll have him call you and reschedule you, okay? Sure. I'll be here. So if anything breaking news happens, let me know. If I get traded or something, make sure we uh, report it on here first before Woj gets it. <laughs> okay, yeah. Okay, there you go. <laughs> Deny Woj. <laughs> Thanks, Joe. All right, there's Joe Ingles. Joe Ingles, join us right here on 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.